September 22nd, 2023, we're in Masechet Betza and Kafdalid Amud Bet, five lines from the bottom of the Amud. And the Gemara it had finished, for all intents and purposes, the sugya of discussing and dealing with the issue of Safek Mukhan, and now it's ready to issue a Pesach Halacha. Maraf Papa, in the middle of the line, says the Gemara, Hilchita, the following is the Halacha. Number one, Nochri Shehevi Doron Li Israel Biyom Tob. If a Nochri, if a non Jew brought a present, for a Yisrael, for a Jewish person, on Yom Tob, im yesh hamin asur. So first and foremost, as we began discussing yesterday, if this product was brought to the Yisrael on Yom Tob, and in turn it's a safek muchan situation, you need to be machmir. We need to accept that this item was not prepared and in turn is considered mukseh. How would you determine that sort of issue? What's the, uh, what tips the scale in determining whether this is still a doubt, a safek, or not? So the, the definition for la papa is, im yesh me'oto hamin b'mechubar. Again, as we defined it yesterday, it means that in the environing, in the uh, close proximity to where this person is, there is easily attainable that product in its mukse type of way. Again, if it's a fruit, which is the exact way that Rav Papa is talking about this, if it's in season, and in turn, it's on the trees. That's mechubar, means it's connected. In such a circumstance, under such conditions, that's going to be considered mukse. If alternatively, it's out of season, well, then you can and should assume that the non-Jew got it, procured it, and has been holding on to this from before this week, from before this day, and as a result, it's not Safek Mukhan. Again, so that's the statement for Rav Papa. Take a look again at Rashim. Yesh hamin bemechubar asurin. Why is it that that's the defining, um, uh, def- the defining uh, the characteristic of these fruits to determine whether it's considered Mukhan or not Mishum? Mukseh, first and foremost, that's going to define it as Mukseh. Rashi goes further and explains to us this is not only according to the Bihuda, whom we've encountered and know already as the position of Mukseh. And this would follow even the opinion of, of Rabbi Shimon. Yesh Mukseh, Grogarot, Vesimukin. And uh, according to Rabbi Shimon, who maintains En Mukseh, if it's grogarot v'simukin, which again is the dried up figs and the dried up, um, uh, what's it called, uh, grapes, under that circumstance, uh, even according to Rabbi Shimon, we assume you were maksemidato entirely. Uh, they're dried up and they're inedible, so too if it's on the tree. And according to Rabbi Shimon, or, or according to the halakha, uh, if it's connected to the tree, it's entirely um, like grogarot v'simukim, from the fact that you didn't and the non-Jew didn't um, pick them off from yesterday, they're entirely removed from your mind. And Rashi just adds in at the end, don't assume that the haksa'amidaato is only if it's yours. In other words, so to speak, you had a, a formal not thinking about it. If it hasn't been thought about, well, it hasn't been thought about by the non-Jew or by you, each are going to define this and determine this as mukseh. That's the first statement of Rav Papa here. Again, Amar of Papa, Hilchita Nochri Shevi Doron Yisrael Biyom Tob, Im Yesh Meoto Amin Bemechubar Asur. Continues Rav Papa. Maybe you'll assume in turn this is permitted at night. After all, mukseh is only an issue on Yom Tob. On Shabbat, at night, well, then it should be permitted. I'll 
hold off on eating the apples and oranges throughout the day. I'll accept it as being mukseh, but at night I'll eat from it. V'la'erev he continues, and even in the evening, uh, when Yom Tov is over, asurin asu. The halakha is that that product is asur asu. asu would be translated as the amount of time it would take to make that. Well, you didn't make the fruit per se, unless you're talking about seeding it and watering it, etc. No, we mean the amount of time it took to do the melacha which brought forth that fruit. The melechet kisira, the climbing the tree, the cutting it, the gathering it in the basket. I don't know, depending on how many fruits, a couple of minutes or so. But you can't immediately after Shabbat, there's a general halacha which has its own details with regards to Shabbat and Yom Tov. When a melacha was done wrongfully on Yom Tov on Shabbat, well, be mindful of the fact over here it's done by a non-Jew. That might a little bit uh, alleviate matters. But when the melacha was done, you can't immediately after Yom Tov go and benefit from it. You need to, at least in this context, wait b'chdeshe ya'asu. Even in a safik, even in a safik is the hidush over here indeed. Says Rashi, keep in mind, it's on the page, it's b'mechubar. We're assuming, even though it is safik, that it's going to be asur. Rashi, v'la'erev asurin b'chdeshe ya'asu. Why should this be asur in such a fashion? Rashi has a mahloke with tosafot on this matter. Says Rashi, k'deshe lo yehenei mimelechet yom tov. The reason, the purpose of waiting after Yom Tov that period of time is because if you didn't wait that, it turns out that you've gotten hana'a, you've gotten benefit from the action which was done wrongfully on Yom Tov. We assume, in other words, safek that way. The fact that now you're waiting that period of time, that's uh, moving away, that's obviating the issue of hana'a. Again, what would the hana'a be? The fact that I don't need to wait that time to get it. The fact that now you're making me wait that time, is effectively forcing me not to benefit in the full way by it being done on Yom Tov. Interesting question. Hold the thought for a moment. Keep in mind we're dealing with Safik and it was done by a non-Jew as well. It continues to Safot, it says, Wait a second, it seems clear, it's only Asur that evening. But it's not entirely after the evening. Now those fruits will be permitted. Fascinatingly, Rashi has a hidush beyond your question, Nathan. Lekula says Rashi, I will. Well, it's not even a question; it's a statement. Says Rashi, Well, let's understand this. We in Chutzlaret have two day Yom Tov. It's the first day Yom Tov, the non-Jew comes, presents me with that gift. My assumption is that he picked it that day. How much time do I need to wait until what day? Says Rashi, well, the Gemara said, Does that mean I need to wait until the end of Yom Tov Sheni? Or can I even do it at the end of Yom Tov Rishon? Says Rashi, Erev Rishon. Erev Rishon, even the first night of Yom Tov, even though it's considered Yom Tov Sheni. In other words, the first night of Yom Tov flowed into Yom Tov Sheni. Says Rashi, here's what you can do. Wait that amount of time, the couple of minutes that it would take to pick it. 
and as a result, it will be permitted. Mimanafshach means either way you go. Well, let's pause, and we're familiar with this. We're familiar with this from all the way at Afgimal, but we know this throughout the Masechet, this sort of conditional vision. Let's understand this. Yom Tov Rishon, finished. You're going into Yom Tov Sheni. Let's question ourselves. Is this really Yom Tov? Yom Tov Sheni? Or is it Hol? Was the first day really Yom Tov? Or was it Hol? I know we treat them both as Yom Tov, but technically speaking, one of these two days is to be considered as quasi or entirely Hol. What I do is, the action was committed on day one. In the evening, I say to myself, listen, Either today was whole, and as a result, this is entirely permitted. The Nanju gave me a present on a weekday. Alternatively, the next day is weekday, and as a result, he did it on Yom Tov, but now it's weekday already. Rashi's claim in turn is that's all you need to do. So again, says Rashi, the way it will work is in such a circumstance, just wait until uh, either way you go, means either way you turn, it's going to be permitted. Says Rashi, the truth is, I have many proofs, he goes on to detail them, but that's his opinion on this matter. Tosafot, well, Rashi, even at the end, mentions that not everyone agrees with him. He uh, writes at the very end, He says, I found that Rabbeinu Gereshom is like me. He says, he got a letter, letter from Germaiza, that's, that's in Germany. When Rashi writes like this, it's always interesting. He says, an old man who's the head of a yeshiva, Min Roma from Rome, from Italy, Those are an issue about this matter. And there were people who said, it emerged as an issue. Rashi tells us his opinion on this matter. Tosafot on the right-hand side, um, dealing with many of the same proofs and same issues as Rashi. What's that? Rashi is turning to, what do you mean? He's turning to uh, support on this matter. Rashi did this from Sivara. I mean, he has proofs from the Gemara. But he had, did he have proofs for this? But he has No, you don't have a Miman Afshaf in such a circumstance. You have to wait until after. In other words, you don't have either this day's hall or that day's hall, right? It's, oh, it's got to be the two, two Yamim Tobim. Uh, Tosafot disagrees with this, and Tosafot quotes from Ri as disagreeing. If you look uh, for a moment, um, again, again uh, Rashid uh, proofs and so forth, um, Tosafot has Vihikshahari Leperush Rashi. If Tosafot ibura matchivila erev asurim bichteshi yasu, if you count that in Tosafot, about 20 lines, parallel to the way the two dots in the Gemara are, about 20 lines from the top, just a, in the middle of the line, Tosafot writes, Vihikshahari leperu perush rashi. So, ri, and again, we didn't get into the nitty gritty of Rashi, we got his logic. Got his pesach, and we saw there are those who agreed and some who didn't. It says the hikshahari leperush Rashi ri of Tosafot asked the following question to Rashi: The piresh de lachen ba'inan kedeshi yasu kedeshi lo yehenemi melechet yom tov. The sevara, the logic of Rashi was it's asur on motzei yom tov bechedeshi yasu so that you don't get that benefit. Imken hamevashel be Shabbat be shogeg amay yeachel. 
there is a machloket, we happen to not be posek this way, but Tosafot elsewhere is posek this way. At the very least, there's an opinion as such, the opinion of Rabbi Meir, that if a person's mivashil violates the melachav bishul on Shabbat, the very beginning of Siman Shin Yodhet, the Shulchan Aruch discusses this, the halacha bishogeg, if you did a bishogeg, according to Rabbi Meir, we don't go this way with the halacha, but again, Rabbi Meir did, and Tosafot followed Rabbi Meir, it's Ye'achel Miyad, on Shabbat, if a person accidentally committed a isur, a prohibition, violated a prohibition of bishul, it's permitted Immediately, says Tosaf, oh, wait a second, Rashi, you told me there's such a logic. Over here, I didn't ask the non-Jew to do it for me. I didn't, I didn't do it. The non-Jew brought me this, which was committed on Yom Tov. What's the issue? There was melachah done on Yom Tov. That in and of itself, quote unquote, is poisonous. You have to wait until the poison leaves. Well, why should it be any different than if I did the melachah, not willingly, not knowingly, so to speak, vishogig, on Shabbat, why should there be any leniency? It should be the same halakha over there, asur b'kadesh yasur. But you didn't do it, and you didn't ask the goy to do it. Says Tosafot, that's my proof, ri against Rashi, Shabbat ela, rather, continues ri, vaday en hata'am. That is not the reason and rationale for this isur. Again, the question we're pondering is, why is it if the Goy brings the Doron, Shabbat, the Yom Tov we're talking about, it's Asur le Motzei Yom Tov b'Kedesh Ya'asur. The suggestion of Rashi is, Kedesh lo Yom Tov. In turn, Rashi was permitting on the Yom Tov Rishon, Motzei Yom Tov, El HaTam, Sheme Yomar Lenochri Lech Velaket, Umizeh HaTam Asurin Ad Motzei Yom Tov Hari Aharon b'Kedesh Ya'asur. Tosavot from Ri instead says this was a gezerah. What's the gezerah? The gezerah is that if we allow for it when the non-Jew brings it to you, you'll instruct the non-Jew to do it for you. Albeit an isur de rabbanan amira lenochri, but still an isur. The rabbis built a gezerah in such a circumstance to say you can't accept the gift from the non-Jew because you might come to tell the non-Jew, well, if that's the case, it's not now going to be permitted on motzei yom tov rishon. You'll have to wait until after motzei yom tov aharon. If we're going to allow any benefit on Yom Tov, the issue more is you're benefiting from it and as a result you wrap your head around this being a permitted action on Yom Tov. We won't distinguish between Yom Tov Rishon Yom Tov Sheni. According to Ri and many others, the Isur is applicable on the Motzei Yom Tov Sheni, not like Rashi Motzei Yom Tov Rishon. And we'll continue with this tomorrow. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.